Worldwide, there seems to be a greater emphasis being given on integrating a threat model into the risk assessment process. For example, the Cybersecurity Agency of Singapore has just released a guide to cyber threat modelling. And NIST has released a special publication, 800-154, Guide to Data-Centric System Threat Modelling. Both are in draft at the time of this episode and both augment a risk assessment process. There is an issue that there is no undisputed threat modelling process, and as such, there is a plethora of modelling methodologies available, including Stride, Dread, Pasta, Vast, Trike, Octave, and NIST, to name but a few. Today, what I want to talk about is just one, the NIST Special Publication 800-154. As per the special publication, data-centric system threat modelling brings together the attack and the defence side of information for data of interest in a standardised model that facilitates security analysis, decision-making and change planning. The data-centric system threat modelling approach has four major steps. One, to identify and categorise the system and data of interest. Two, to identify and select the attack vectors to be included in the model. Three, characterise the suggested security safeguards for mitigating the attack vectors and finally analyze the threat model. What I like about the NIST approach is it is somewhat simple to follow and does not only allow for threat modeling, but it also helps identify which controls will result in the greatest bang for buck by also addressing negative implications. What are those I hear you say? Well, if you were to implement a security control against an attack vector, what are the costs, impact of functionality, usability and performance versus the effectiveness of the controls. The NIST approach not only identifies the attack vectors and the effectiveness of controls per attack vector, but it also helps calculate the wider impact of implementing those controls. And whilst a visual representation of a threat model might seem easy to follow, there is something to be said about empirical data that can be compared to other sources, something which the NIST special publication demonstrates. The NIST publication also includes an example of how their methodology would be applied in practice. If you're looking for a threat modeling example, this is a great document to review to see how the process works. Whichever methodology you choose to follow, make sure it can be integrated into your risk assessment approach and that it is systematic and structured. Once again, if you have any questions you want answered, please feel free to post a comment We'll get in touch with us and we'll try and make it a subject of a later episode. Thanks for watching.